0: Um, so yeah, there's, there's no other way to really go about this other than say that that game really, really sucked for the Florida Gators. Um, again, team just came out flat. It was, it was bad play calling. It was bad execution. Uh, i I don't care that Anthony Richardson had four hundred passing yards, which is is you know it's it's a fun stat to talk about, but it was just it was a uh, it was a bad football game. Florida Gators came out flat and um yeah, I, I mean i it's frustrating because going into this game, a lot of us were like, okay, like this is a game Florida should win handedly and then they didn't um and yeah, uh, it, it sorry, I just need to. I, I need to get my <clears throat> get my life together here because, yeah, that sucked. Uh, this was one of those games where that old Florida Gators defense showed up of that we saw earlier in the year, just run game demolished them. Um, and and also, guys, like you know how this goes. It's locked on Gators. Just say in the chat whatever you want to say in the second half of this live stream. We'll talk about it. Um, I'll I'll read through the chat, and we'll talk about it, and we'll get there. I put the link to the Lockdown Gators Discord in the chat. It should be in the description as well. Um, But yeah, second time in my life that Florida's lost to Vanderbilt. The last time was 2013. First time in my life they've lost at Vanderbilt. It it was a bad game on all fronts. Partially because it was a stupid game. Uh, You came out there. The run game came out flat. Offensive line came out soft. Defense had a good first drive or two. And I know that I tweeted about this where I was like, I like the defensive game plan for the Florida Gators. So, and I'll I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit for you guys here because Florida Gators defensive line, you you had seven to eight guys in the defensive box. Vanderbilt ran option on a couple plays and you could tell that it was the option because they were reading that backside end. They weren't blocking that backside end and they handed it off every time because Prince William on Yellen or whoever was on the end at that time, maybe it was Anton Donald Ryland, uh, would stand up and be like, "Okay, like hand it off then, and we're gonna make that stop." <laughs> and then Vanderbilt started working in the veer. And if you don't know what the veer is, the veer is essentially the read option. But instead of reading the backside defensive player, you read the guy that the running back is moving towards. Back usually in the read option, you have your uh, usually you have your your backside and running back to the right and you read the backside end. If he runs in, then you take off, and if he stands up, and you hand the ball off. That's what Florida was doing. The veer, you have the play side end. They're running back to your left, and you read him. If the, st- if the end stands up, you hand the ball off. That's what makes it the opposite of the read option. If the end stands up, you hand the ball off because he's standing up, so you run out wide. Vanderbilt started doing that. And that is what made them start taking advantage, start getting these bigger gashed runs against this Florida Gators defense. When it comes down to it, the, the initial game plan for Florida was a good game plan. And then Vanderbilt made adjustments and Patrick Tony, Sean Spencer, uh, Billy Napier did not make adjustments. That's what's the, the chess match of football, making adjustments to counter your opponent's adjustments. And Florida just didn't make those adjustments. They got bailed out towards the end of the game by, I don't want to even blame Mike Wright, but by by Mike Wright throwing that interception to Jason Marshall Jr. because of a bad play call that was like, hey man, throw it deep. And I understand the idea. I understand saying, put your foot on their throat. They're expecting to run, throw the ball deep that I, I understand but usually you do that when you're the better team if you're the underdog you usually just go okay let's run this clock out try to get a field goal here and extend the lead even further so that was a bad decision by vanderbilt mike wright also could have just not thrown that ball but he did and and that screwed the team over could have screwed the team over but then florida just pff, it all uh dejon reynolds hell of a game from Reynolds. I don't, I don't care about his one drop because guess what? He was the only receiver out there that was putting it on the table. Every damn play. Dejan Reynolds had the game of his life. I know that last week I was talking about how he should be getting more reps. I'm hoping he continues to get more reps. Dejan Reynolds is something that I've also talked about where I was like, Oh, maybe he's a transfer guy. Because he's not getting reps, and he's better than the reps indicate. And he he proved it here. He proved it here. He was the best wide receiver on this team. I get it. Justin Shorter is there, too. Dejon Reynolds played a better football game. Dejon Reynolds played a damn good football game. And while this game sucked for the Florida Gators, Dejon Reynolds is one of those guys who can walk out of here or should walk out of here with his head held high because he knows he did every damn thing he could to put this game back into play for the Florida Gators. Two touchdowns, eight catches, and I think nine targets, 165 yards. I don't care that he had that one drop, because guess what? Later that drive, he reeled in the touchdown pass. I don't care about it. Dejan Arnold played a hell of a game, put him on the field more. I don't know why Caleb Douglas didn't play more. I don't know why they went so much, Dante Sanders and uh, Jonathan Odom. They're not good pass catchers. This is a game where... Anthony Richardson threw the ball 42 freaking times. You want to throw the ball, right? Put a pass catcher on the field. Dante Sanders isn't a good run blocker or a good blocker in general. He's your blocking tight end. He's not good at it. Jonathan Odom is good at it, but he was only out there really in 12 personnel for the most part. Mattrell Johnson, two drops, one of which I don't want to blame him on. That, that one that was to the right. He had a drop on the, to the left of Anthony Richardson. The one to the right of Anthony Richardson was Anthony Richardson's fault. Because why the hell are you throwing a 40-mile-an-hour, not even 40. It was way faster than 40. Why the hell are you throwing a ball that fast out to your running back when he's right there and no one's near him? Just go, eh, and just get the ball to him. Like It, it was just consistent stupidity also i apologize if i'm blinking a ton my right contact is driving me crazy right now um, but it was just bad i mean defensively defensively this team this game sucked uh it, it did you know ventral miller got ejected and he's gonna miss the first half of the florida state game which really sucks Prince Liam and miellen played a great first couple drives and then he kind of started giving up the edge and he had that stupid 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 Penalty after where he he was on what happened with the penalty for Prince Liamon Milan he got pushed to the ground he was on all fours and someone pushed him in the head and then he got up and retaliated and he got penalized for the retaliation and I know you could say oh they did it first they did it first. it does not matter they all, the referees always throw the flag on the person that retaliates that's how it freaking works you cannot retaliate that's a stupid stupid decision. You cannot retaliate. It's as simple as that. Just don't retaliate. If they're going to push you, let them push you. If they're going to talk, let them talk, do whatever. You have to have, you have to let level heads prevail. They did not do that. Florida played a dog crap game. And I want you to know how badly I want to use further expletives because this game was complete horse crap. It It was a bad football game and they should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. Trey Dean came back down to earth. He played an absolute dog crap game. Amari Bernie, congrats. You had 10 tackles. You played a dog crap game. Javon Dexter played one of the best games of his season, by the way. He he actually showed up for once. Anthony Richardson went back to being the Anthony Richardson that we've saw that we saw earlier in the year where things get a little shaky for him and he goes, oh, and cannot retaliate and cannot recover. He's just Meh whiny little baby. And that's what he does. That's what he does. That last play was pitiful. That last play where he just threw the ball freaking 20 to 30 yards out of the end zone. I don't know what was going through his head, but holy crap, was that a stupid decision? Was that a bad play? And I will say this, Gators fans. And I, also, I'm not saying Anthony versus bad. I'm saying he played a crappy game. Um, he, he'll be back next year. Because the thing that worried me with Anthony Richardson was never, oh, he's inconsistent. That was something where I was like, okay, I know NFL teams will take that and NFL teams go, okay, we, we can develop him and we can build him. But the mental thing that he did again was once he got in his own head, he was crappy. And it's as simple as that. He gets in his own head. He starts pouting and he starts, when Deshaun Reynolds dropped that, what would have been touchdown pass. And I think it was, uh, I think it was second and 10 when he dropped, that would have been touchdown pass. Anthony Wilson then turned around and crouched down and started hanging his arms between his legs. As a quarterback, you can't do that. As a quarterback, you go to that receiver and you're just like, Hey man, you'll get him next time. Or or you just go, you'll get him next. Like, like just, you can't turn around, crouch and hang your arms between your legs. Like you're still in high school. Cause guess what, man, you're in your third year in college. You need to buck up. You're you're the, you're the franchise quarterback here that people want to call you that act like it sometimes when you're in the game, it's terrible. Like, like this sucked. Anthony Richardson needs further development. He desperately, desperately, desperately needs further development. It was a crappy game. Uh, he, and also, I don't know what is wrong with him that he didn't run the football. He has the green light to run whenever he wants to run. And he chose not to. And again, this is not me saying Anthony Richardson is bad. My stance on Anthony Richardson has never, ever changed. He's wildly inconsistent, but he's one of the most physically gifted human beings on the planet. So you deal with that. That does not shield you. I I, I can't believe that. That doesn't shield you from criticism. If you play a bad game, if you suck in a game, you deserve the criticism that you're getting. It's as simple as... As that. And and now I'm gonna read the chat. I see you guys talking. Um, you know, the usual like, subscribe, comment, review, do whatever it is. Let me get a chomp in the chat, check the lockdown gators Discord, links in the description, and I'll I'll post the link again right now in the chat for those of you that are here. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, but today's bonus episode of Lockdown Gators is post-game live stream, which by the way, also uh in about two hours. We have a bonus episode of John Garcia talking 2023 recruit, recruiting. So, Samson Oakland Lola, we talked, Desmond Ricks, Quaver saw James Smith, comes out in two hours with John Garcia, sports illustrator, director of football recruiting, lockdown recruiting insider. But this bonus episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. My bet didn't win. Like, my sheet did not win. Like I've said, Underdog Fantasy is the best way to spice up the college football season. Easy to play and win, cold hard cash. But, um, didn't happen this time. I bet Anthony Richardson rushing yards. I bet uh Montreal Johnson rushing yards, and I picked Mike Wright to get higher than his rushing yards. None of them hit. It was a great day for me. It was a great day. I, I just I had so much fun with it. It was a great day. Sign up with the promo code locked on and underdog will double your first deposit of a hundred dollars or up to a hundred dollars. Deposit one hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars free. Deposit ten dollars, get ten dollars free they'll double it so there's that but now we're about to look at the chat because um i hope you guys are as mad as me because i'm pissed like i I just want you to know i'm pissed that's that's what we're doing um it's been it's been a day uh this is one of the worst games i've ever seen as a florida gators fan uh lit what's up that sucked overall that just sucked maybe getting in touch with urban Meyer. <laughs> okay let's not go that far ready for Billy's presser where he <laughs> I'm not going to say that part but um yeah Billy shouldn't get a ride home sorry that was pathetic that's okay here's the thing the team showed up flat yes but again Nick Saban lost to Louisiana Monroe when he was at when he came to Bama and he lost to UAB when he was at LSU I might be flipping those but either way it is what it is Kirby Smart lost to Vanderbilt in his first year Florida Osterman, I thought that the game that they dropped would be South Florida. I thought that was going to be the one that Florida sucked. Um, no, it was Vanderbilt, the game he false hope. Um, so there's that. What's up, bro? Bad game. So go always, always go Gators. Like, that's the thing. We're allowed to be mad. We're allowed to be upset. Chris Couch probably shouldn't have a job tomorrow morning. Uh, Chris Chris Couch, by the way, is the game changers coordinator. You know, the person that put Jason Marshall out there and then didn't tell him, hey, if that ball's out the f- at the five and over your head, don't field it and then led to a Vanderbilt touchdown, which, by the way, this game is a one-touchdown game. So, hmm, crazy. Um, a special team sucks for Florida. Uh, that, that's uh, a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, got whooped in all three phases of the game. Offensive team, special teams, sure did. Upset ourselves, TBH. Yeah, but like, that's the thing where I, I hate going, we beat ourselves. I hate that because guess what? The other team still played better than you. Whether you played down or the other team played up, the other team played better than you. Kingsley Aguacan, you have no business being on a field right now. I said I, last year I was incredibly harsh on Kingsley Aguacan. I was so harsh on him as a player. And this year I went into it with a fresh start. First half of the season, he was pretty good. He's got, I think, now 24 penalties in the past two seasons. That is that is so stupid and unacceptable. You can't have that. Take him off the field. He's a, he's a perfectly average player in between whistles. But he gets so many penalties. And the one against Vanderbilt was so stupid. Montreal Johnson's on the ground, and he just comes and lights up the defender. It was so stupid. Like, like you cannot do stupid, stupid things, and that's what they did. It, it, it's impossible to excuse these things. Um, Mullen didn't lose to Vanderbilt. Who cares what Mullen did? Stop comparing Billy Napier to Dan Mullen. Uh, Go Gators was still Billy had a bad plan. Billy had a crappy plan. And here's the thing. I understand it because Vanderbilt's explode. Vanderbilt has given up a lot of explosive plays in the passing game. We saw it happen. We saw explosive plays be there and be available. Anthony Richardson overthrew them. They were inconsistent play calling. I don't know why they were like, hey, every fourth down is the only time we're going to throw the ball deep. I don't know what the hell was going through the brick, going through the thick skull there, but it it was horrible. Um, so I think the game plan was bad. I think execution was even worse. Penalties, you're stupid. You shot yourselves in the foot consistently. Jason Marshall, I don't even blame him for the muffed punt. I blame the coaching staff. Don't put him back there. He's not a punt returner. There's a difference between saying, I, I know someone in the lockdown gators discord was like, oh, like, like you should have someone who catches passes for their job back there. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think that's necessarily true. You could put a cornerback there, and that's fine. Some of the best returners in history have been corners. That that's it, It's irrelevant there. But you have to put someone there that knows what to do, and Jason Marshall doesn't know what to do, so he shouldn't be out there. He did play a pretty good game in coverage. I'll give him a lot of credit there because I've been pretty harsh on him in coverage. He played a good game in coverage. Um, let's have shake Money. Who has the most trash football program, Texas A&M or Florida? Easily Texas A&M. Imagine losing to Vandy. Imagine losing to the team that lost to Vandy. Okay, then shut up. Like that was, that was moist, moist, whoever you are. Uh, That was probably the stupidest thing anybody's ever said in a chat. Good job. At least you set the bar high. Uh, Ventral not just running through that guy and letting his head run. Yep. Uh, Completely shot ourselves in the foot. I'm so sick right now. What was with the massive overthrows? Oh, Josh, uh, the massive overthrows came from the fact that Anthony Richardson is a wildly inaccurate quarterback and he's wildly inconsistent uh, and he has no idea what to do half the time that he's uh playing quarterback. I'd be happy if he transferred. Uh, I mean, he's not going to transfer and He shouldn't transfer. He's still immensely talented. He's just so, so raw. So disappointed right now. Same Zach. Uh, <laughs> I had it to be a Florida game. Let's get it on TJ. AR sucks. Disagree. He's just wildly inconsistent. Reynolds is one of the only players that catch the football today. I know. Uh, Reynolds did ball out. He did. Everybody dropped. Yep. AR sucks. Came in for a shot of time. Disagree. Uh, Tell you what, that is a classic Gator game. Yep. Exactly that. Exactly that, Josh. It was just, it was so classic Florida Gators. It's like, yeah, sure. The only four losses on the season are to great teams, or at the time, great teams. Let's drop one to Vandy. Uh, who, by the way, Vandy, if you beat Tennessee next week, you're bowl eligible. So at this point, I'm hoping for it. Um, but yeah, it was rough. Where was our offensive line today? They looked pathetic. They've been, they've been kind of regressing as the season's gone on. That's something that's happened with them. The pages in the playbook with the tone of screens. Pfft, well, we could try, but then there's gonna be like three plays, so I don't have to tell. Uh, the whole organization <laughs> Napier better quality control, his own play calling, and hiring an OC. Okay, here we go. My favorite, my favorite complaint. Billy Napier does not need to hire an offensive coordinator. Billy Napier needs to hire a passing game coordinator because your offensive coordinator is Rob Sale, and for the most part of the season, this offensive line has been great. And even if they haven't been great, they've been better than we've seen in years in Gainesville. Rob Sale is the offensive coordinator. You hire an offensive coordinator, odds are you lose him. He's not going to want to take a demotion to co-offensive coordinator. Rob Sale needs to say you hire a passing game coordinator that could change everything, as long as your offensive play caller, in this case, Billy Napier, is willing to take the opinions and the advice and, and the help from the passing game coordinator, Look at LSU in 2019 when Joe Burrow had that insane season. What happened in that season? Uh, Steve Ensminger brought in Joe Brady as a passing game coordinator. Joe Brady brought Saints passing concepts to LSU. Joe Burrow said every freaking record there was, they went undefeated. Passing game coordinators are greatly underestimated, greatly undervalued by the fan base. But a passing game coordinator can change everything. And I'm not saying everybody's going to be Joe Brady as a passing game coordinator and everybody's going to be Steve Ensminger, where they're willing to make those changes and make those adjustments. But it, it definitely helps you to have that extra that extra talent there. 300-plus uh, passing yards, but he sucks if he had any other QB, we still lose the game. I don't know. Uh, my biggest thing with Anthony Anderson is even the passing inaccuracies today. It was his complete unwillingness to run the football. That's that's what it was. Um I don't know if he's going to declare for the draft unless he gets a first-round grade by the draft advisory board. Uh yeah, those yards came when Bandy was playing pre-vent. Billy Napier's not in over his head. He's not. He, he he's you know how he's not in over his head? Because he showed up and he was like, We have a lot of work to do I like he when he got hired, he was like, There is a lot of work that needs to be done here. He's not in over his head. I think expectations were just way too high because they won the Utah game and people were like Holy crap, we could begin this year, uh, and that just didn't happen. Uh, for being 100%, the O-line was non-existent in the run game. They were. They were soft. I, I, don't, I don't fault Montrell Johnson and Trevor Etienne for not having good games. I fault the offensive line for sucking. Uh, AR was trash. He was. Majority of the o- is on the offensive line. The receiver's not catching balls. Penalties, too. Just not even not even O-line play, just penalties. Missed four TD passes. Needs a binky note was such a garbage decision. I'm done with the play calling. Let him go to the draft. I wouldn't be mad if he was the draft. I just think it's bad for him personally. So he shouldn't. Never seen this all year and nothing new. AR goes to the draft. Billy would tell him he isn't getting the starting job. Billy would never tell him that. Uh, we played very undisciplined football today in all aspects. Looking ahead, the next week thing, we just breezed through this game. Yep, pretty much. AR is just blank, blank trash. Y'all can't cover it anymore. I don't say y'all. Don't say y'all, because since last year, I've been getting dunked on for saying Anthony Richardson is wildly, wildly, wildly inconsistent, wildly, wildly, wildly inaccurate. And Gators fans were ready to have my head for it because he's a golden boy, but hasn't been this year. Um, What else do we got? Hope he comes back. Easy wins for the rest of the SEC. I don't know. Are you a Texas A&M fan talking trash? Because you have no right to do that. Your team sucks. I don't get how someone says okay. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna stop reading everything out loud, um, just because I just want to get through. I never cried like that. Yeah, yeah, Josh. Um, AR mentally that that's what scares me. Like I was talking to Giants people because I also write for Sports Illustrated covering the Giants, and they were asking about AR, and I was like, the thing that worries me with him is mentally he's scared. And being in New York media, if you can't deal with Gainesville media, you're gonna be toasted. Um, so yeah, there's that. I don't think A.R. heard about it. I don't think uh, I know you're a burner account twenty four thirty. I don't think anybody that has weight told Anthony Richardson his first round quarterback. Um, media sure, but I don't think anybody that holds weight in the NFL world told him that they shouldn't. They wouldn't. Um, so delusional if you think Rashad is just going to come in and turn this dumpster fire around. What do you mean dumpster? Aren't you a Texas A and M fan? What are you? Are you are you a Georgia fan? Or are you a Texas A and M fan? I can't even tell because you have a 300 uh, avatar, but what dumpster fire. This is the first loss to a not ranked team all season. Who cares? Can't get mad that he's not developed. I can get mad that he's not developed. I'm not going to be mad at him that he's not developed, but I can be mad that he's not developed. Um, Streamyard, Brandon, what Q? I don't don't know what you're saying, Streamyard. Um, I I, I understand what Streamyard is. I don't know why you're telling me. Streamyard. Billy with the portal. Mm, don't think so. Uh, okay, we're gonna look through these and we're gonna kind of burn through these because we're over the time that I like to go. Whoop. Uh what's up? K Alex. uh Missy buddy, been a while. Hopefully is good. Um yeah, let AR throw and suck because of it. Should have still been running in for should have just let him run the ball. Like he's gonna be back. He shouldn't go to the next level. like, like he shouldn't go to the NFL because he won't be good. He needs way more time. Sorry. I'm going to skip through most of these towards the end uh, just because we are well over the time that I'd like to go of 20 minutes for these um, Florida doesn't need an offensive coordinator. Ruben, shut up. Um, it's just, I'm, I'm just going to start being rude about it. Doesn't need an offensive coordinator. You need a passing game coordinator. If you bring in an offensive coordinator, odds are you lose Rob sale, who has done a damn good job this year. You don't need an offensive coordinator. You need a passing game coordinator, but Thank you all for tuning in. Um, it was a rough day, but hey, I, at least we have each other. Check the Lockdown Gators Discord in the description. I'm gonna post it in the chat right now. Um, like, subscribe, do whatever you. I don't have a Streamyard. Thank you. I'm sorry. Um, I don't. I don't use Streamyard, so I don't. I know what it is. I don't use it though. Um, I usually stream. Usually, right now I'm literally just going live from YouTube Studio. But thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, greatly appreciate you. Locked on skaters has grown insanely over the past year or so. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Love you all. Billy will be open to a kibi battle next year. Thanks for tuning in. I know I don't know if Jay's here today, but Jay from Ireland, love you. Josh from Spain, or Josh in Spain, love you. Um, hey Jay, <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so so thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate you. It is I cannot express how much I appreciate you. We'll be back. every, Like I said, in about an hour and 45 minutes, we've got an episode with John Garcia dropping tomorrow. We've got an episode of John Garcia dropping every day. We've got locked on Gators. Um, we'll be back. And as always, no matter how bad it gets, go Gators in all kinds of weather. That's the beauty of them. Thank you so much. Hope y'all have a great rest of your day. Let's hope that there's actually good football on at some point to watch.